Welcome to the Westworld Podcast by Blue TV. I'm Zach. And I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And dang, it feels good to come back already. I mean, a week gone. <laughs> Not even a week gone. <laughs> Not even we a week. didn't take a week off. <laughs> but uh, I, have no, I have nowhere to even start when it comes to season three and how we just got unleashed on this episode. I mean, I, I really have no idea. I'm almost speechless, and that's not good for a podcast. No, but I'm going to be honest. I was absolutely terrified of watching this first episode. I saw what happened with Game of Thrones when we took two years off. I've seen other shows where we took that extended year. They didn't really utilize it, do the right writing. Worried. You know, we all kind of talked about it behind closed doors. Saw the preview, like, okay, you know, going to get my expectations up. I'll be okay with it. First thing I've seen, blew, blew the doors off. Couldn't be more happy to not, watch the show. Not just missing a couple of years, but time jumps tend to be shit as well. Yes, but we don't even know if we did a time jump. Well, well it would appear we did a time jump. Since only three be- months. Yeah. Since we're in such a different world that we've no- been known in the season one and two. Yeah. You know? Well, season two kind of led us into this world a little bit at the very end. Teeny but bit. They showed us like one house. You have yeah. to admit, not seeing somebody in a Western outfit... This really episode, weird. Really messes with your mind. <laughs> or a samurai outfit. Yeah. Or are we still in Westworld? Is, is that yeah. is that the right place? So I mean, like it, it really, it really does change your perspective. But dude, I, 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 we sat there and watched that hour and fifteen minute episode. Was that really how, an hour fifteen? How, how many times did we all go? Damn, that's some cool ass shit, man. How how much fun was this? Had somebody create this and that and so on? I mean, the, we must have said it every five. The minutes. designers yeah. for the sets and for. First off, the vehicles, the the motorcycles in general. Oh my god, so badass! Yeah. I mean, like the futuristic ones weren't even necessarily the coolest. Like I mean, we sit there, you go, did you see the vintage one right next to it? The futuristic, vintage style bobber that was next to her bike. My god! I mean, take the time to slow all these things down and pause, so you can see the badassness that's sitting around. I mean, everything from what. Every little detail. I can't think of a single thing that was like, I'm disappointed they didn't do this or that or so on. I'm really, I can't, really can't. The, the only thing that surprised me a little bit was that cell phones still looked like cell phones. I did that. and But I noticed that everybody has the little ear thing. I mean, it's... And we're almost there now. We're almost there with the, the ear pods and stuff now. Yeah, so... In um, which, as soon as uh, Ash hits that button and then you just have the loud music going through everybody... Yeah. Coolest little detail. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, like I said, the taxi with the four glass doors, you know. We're the, super close to that as it is. Right. I mean, but it's just great to see that they took the time and effort to make these real props, real things. You know what I mean? I couldn't see a single thing that said, oh, look at that CG. That's disappointing. Not once. I'll be honest. Even the drone ship doesn't look CG. It doesn't. No. This whole thing looked good, like really good. And yet the thing that I'm still looking at was the coolest part of the episode to me was just her dress changing from the black <laughs> to just solid oh, just gold, gold right there. Just unpinning it, and it just fell out gold. It's like, that's Who dope. even thinks of that? Yeah. I mean, well, now every fashion designer out oh, there yeah. is thinking yeah, about like, it. Uh, yeah, that's my next line. Yeah. But, um, so I, I think we can all agree this was an epic beginning of season three, would you say? I mean, it's already scored a 9.9. I feel like it earns every bit of it. I'm not going to just totally fucking sweep aside some qualms I have. I have one massive qualm with the I ha- episode. I have a couple little things, and I have an idea what you're about to tell me, too, on your qualm. But there are some other... 
I have to tell you, the things I, I struggle with, I feel like are gonna make. I'm gonna feel better once I've watched later episodes about it. Does that well, make exactly. sense? I think we're all gonna be just like the rest of the fans. I mean, even Reddit appears to not have a clue yet. We got a lot to unpack. Yes, I mean <laughs> it's a lot. My notes are extensive, and I'm, I'm not even. I'm not gonna sit there and go through them. It's no, no, it's point. pointless. Yeah. I, I, I think mean, we. I think, I think we act the points that matter. I think we act just like everybody else that just watched this. That's a normal everyday fan of a great show, and just be like, <laughs> "We're just as lost as you. you." I know we're shitty with names. We're gonna do our damn best yes. to to get them right, but. It gets a little convoluted in there because some people aren't who they are. Yeah, some people you are who they are. Got to some names and everything. <laughs> yeah. We'll get there. I'm well, not I mean, doing the whole Cholores and all that <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> well, I do say we're gonna have we're gonna have good points of detail that you should be able to help follow along. Um, and we do a lot of good things with social media, talking back and forth, getting information, trying to make sure everybody caught everything. And that's just how we're going to roll with this. And that's how we hope we benefit the show that way for y'all to enjoy. Yeah. I mean, if you've been with us since season one, you know how this is going to unfold. If you've been on one of our many other podcasts, we're not going to diverge too much from any of that. It's yeah. going to be theories. It's going to be whatever. Please send them to us. Your questions. We'd love to answer anything we can. And we'll probably have questions for you too. Yeah, so there, there's no doubt. Join yeah. in. All right. Key details that well, I've noticed. Let's dive into episode one. I guess was it yeah. corpus domain? Yes, or? yes, yes, yes. I want to say, I think some of the key details we need to talk about right up front. The tech, some of the technology that is new that they have shown this episode. That's something different that we haven't seen. First thing I noticed right out of the gate is this thing you can put in your mouth, and evidently that's your transport for everything. No, it's new designer drugs. So. You could see with the the guy, the board member Jerry. that we first see, yeah. Jerry. First name we're getting right, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Pay attention. Uh, one for one, baby. Uh, it was obviously a sleep aid, mm-hmm. and it was an alarm clock, basically. And like kind of a biometrics, like, hey, here's your heart rate. Yep. Here's how you're it's, doing. It's tracking his bios. It's putting him to sleep for six hours exactly, and then waking him up. How many people would take that today if it was oh. available? I, oh, yeah. I mean, on. once again, this is just a show that's going to be ahead of its time mm-hmm. and showing us things that will be down the road. Now, notice that that item that looks like a little biscuit, like you get at church. You know, you know, it does. It looks like the communion. May peace um, be with you. They. It also it corresponds with you having a control tablet or mm-hmm. you know a, a smart device, whatever yeah. like that. Because you know, later in the episode. When, uh, you know, Giggles gets into his punching battle, which is Marshawn Lynch, by the way, in his yeah. mood shirt, which is phenomenal. Perfect casting. <laughs> I mean, well, another awesome technology. <laughs> a mood shirt. <laughs> a mood shirt. Um, well, because at first like, you're looking at it, you're like amused, angry, sad. It was like, okay, like it's emotions, but like you don't really connect the dots that. Yeah, but we've all seen the Darth Vader shirt mm-hmm. where it shows all his moods and they're all exactly the same. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's kind of like Classic. that, you know yeah. what I mean? But this one's awesome. So, I mean... But you saw that guy; his control was broken half, so he yeah. was to make sure that you couldn't, they couldn't change it. So I mean, like that was a key key thing. Again, we got to saw the vehicles, the motorcycles we talked about, um, this drone style form of transport, um, an app that does basically everything crime. Or, it's the Uber for crime, right? Because yeah. I mean, if you if you freeze frame the Rico. picture, you know, it's called Rico. Uh, you know, MFers make money and da, da 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 da. But like, one was smash and grab. One was you know robbery. One was work, babysitting. Ba- babysitting. You uh, name it. And then the game was on there. Personals. Yeah, like you don't transport people or do things to people. Is what I'm guessing they mean by that. Personals feels like yeah, you do nothing. 
that involves people another person getting harmed it seems like right um i can't tell for sure on that yet yeah i'm sure we'll go down that path and figure it out a little bit more as the show goes on right and so i thought i mean like that's some really cool ass technology okay how about the i have never personally seen this form of handgun i don't know it might be something that already exists is where your the part that goes in your palm actually folds down and it became more compact. It was neat. It, it, it looked kind of like a modified Glock, yeah, I would it say. Looked, it did, definitely looked like a Glock. It was a 9mm yeah. Glock. But, but it was just a collapsible. Yeah. Very cool. A little ridiculous how yeah. much ammo was in it, I would say, at the, during the park shootout. She yeah, could have reloaded. That was... Little, I mean, because uh, she's firing off like seven rounds at a time. Just I don't know where she was pulling clips out of, but... yeah, Yeah. You know, it's one of mind seeing rule, it. Rule of cool maybe gets into the play, but I don't know. That but, gun was firing off pretty dang fast. Yes, and it was just weird because she eventually runs out of ammo. Like that's where I had the problem. It was like either full commit to she has unlimited ammo, or find a way to show us at least one reload in there. But I don't know. I mean, I'm happy she went out of ammo because if she just kept shooting, I'd get mad about it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's just me though. But um, can y'all think of any other technology things that popped up that were pretty? You know, of course. Now let's pronounce this properly. Um, Rohimbal Rehoboam Rehoboam yeah, that's it that's how, that was your first attempt I wasn't well, looking at my notes it. man that's <laughs> terrible so I, that is in the weak link yeah the company Insight that we see Dolores is dating the heir apparent apparently yeah, this Liam, is Liam. Um, she introduces him to Rehoboam mm-hmm. which we find out is the one of the kings of in the bible and stuff like that I mean it's Old times named after, you know? It has significance, obviously. It does. Yeah. Uh, King of Judah, I think is what it was. I and that's what they went with. Apparently this guy made some pretty bold decisions and split the kingdom in two or something like that, which just kind of makes a little sense when we talk about what, what this thing does. So basically this thing is just a freakish... Strat- strategic... Yeah, just... As he said, Liam goes, he goes... They quit trying to keep count of how you know how fast it's thoughts. Well, it's not actually thoughts; it's actually strategies. strategies. Yes. So it could predict things way ahead of things, and it's but, already putting things in mo- kind of like a, y'all remember the movie Eagle Eye with Shia LaBeouf? Yes, yes. That's yeah. what I was getting pretty much the entire time I was watching that and the uh, Person of Interest. I don't know if y'all ever watched that yeah. show or not, mm-hmm. but. But if you remember what he says, is he says his dad's thought behind this thing was to give everybody a purpose to create a path. better world was to give everyone a path. Well, that's what he said. Everyone, you know, if they knew their path, uh, something to go down. And she says, everyone, a path. Mm-hmm. They're basically creating a God. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Mm-hmm. And cause you know, it's like, you know, religious people is like, you're on a path, you know, wouldn't give you anything you couldn't handle, whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? Whatever you believe, it's just like, that's what everybody wants to think, right? Is that somebody's watching over on their path, mm-hmm. right? And giving them direction. It's whatever. So do we Although think- everybody wants free will, they still prefer to have a path. Well, if you think about it, things that support this, I mean, Aaron Paul's character, Caleb, he constantly talks about, I have to get my score up. I have to look at my resume, meeting certain things, and so on. So basically everything is numbers in the future. And so this being able to basically synthesize it down to where numbers play a factor in everything, it's it's saying that it can predict or strategize where everybody's going to end up in a controlled environment such as what they have created in this future. 
Right, and I think a lot of this getting my score up is like a human credit score. Yeah, it's like it's showing your value, your value mm-hmm. to to and you know whatever either as an employer, you know what I mean, or just anything I guess in life. Probably if you can get a credit card or if you can get a lease inside of a building. Which is crazy because that's like the old school, I think it's called caste system where everybody well, is. is born yeah. at a level and, you know, you have to be able to change your level and all that stuff. I mean, it's just a hyper version of it in the future. But the crazy thing is he already has that Caleb and he still can't get the job because it says your resume looks great. We just didn't go with that's, you. In my opinion, that's just classic lingo for telling somebody you weren't accepted based on other criteria we can't mention legally. So, I mean, it's got to be something besides the number. I mean, there's got to be right. other well, things afoot with if it. You, if you look at Caleb as a whole, what do we know about him from this this episode? Obviously, he's former military. Um, he, he lost his best friend. He lost his best friend who evidently they had ideals of changing the world or changing a, uh, their way of doing things by creating their own path. And he died before they could come to that fruition. Who also, along with Marshawn Lynch, great, just surprised actor in it, Kid Cudi. Yeah. Like, out of it, nowhere, I had no clue he would be in this. Yeah. Um, and then think about this: he's he's seeing a physical counselor, but he's also getting. We realize these phone calls from Francis, which happens to be the name of the person who died, because he says you're not real, and it was a subscription for I'm guessing, and I think you called it when we were watching it. And maybe this is their way of dealing with PTSD or something that happened to him. He also admits he's been shot in the head. He says, it's not the first time I've had a gun in my face, and it's not the first time I've been shot in the head. So I'm guessing that, like you said, we talked about was his maybe PTSD or he has some, something else that he suffers from, and that's another form of counseling or whatever. Well, no, and I mean, he is okay with robots. When you see, when he's talking to the therapist, he, you know, the therapist is telling him, like, you know, he asks him, how do you feel about the program? He's like, I feel like I have to continue because that's how I get my benefits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he says, "Well, I think it's also it's, based it's, on participation. It's more, yeah. It's also has to do with participation and stuff, which appears to be him not answering the Francis phone calls is not participating. I feel like they're together. Yeah, he's talking about all the, part of a program. The system, the program. He, the therapist is trying to put him in is listening to Francis talk to him, have his best friend back, help him get over." Losing his friend. So him ending the subscription, do we think that was good or bad? For I the- think that's him ending his benefits. I think it's him making the decision. Like he said on the phone call, I need something that's real. I need something yeah. other than this, something that's fake. Uh, he, you know, This entire episode, you see him constantly struggling with the idea of becoming a good person or assimilating into what everybody expects him to be in this world versus what evidently him and Francis were planning on doing differently. Yeah. And so at the end of the episode, he makes this decision, and of course, he ends up running into Dolores, Dolores as she's wounded, and of course, they'll become confidants moving on through this. It's just we a think. preview. He's like, well, I'm with her, you know, so. Um, we also know that he doesn't have a big problem with robots. No. Like he works ass. with one at the construction yep. site, laying fiber cable. You know, pretty funny. Like as excellent. that whole thing's going, it's like doesn't ask me for money, yeah. doesn't bother me, yeah, debts. And then of course we looked up online. There's a um, was it Delos Incorporated? Yes. Um, and this is one of the three lines. By the way, you need to check that out. It's DelosIncorporated.com. It's a pretty cool ass website. Um, and it talks about the three products it has, and one of them is this this model that he's George. working with, George Construction Bot. And it's construction does heat and air. 
does construction, fiber, different things, and that's what it's designed for. And there's two other products on there also. One is um, the Mech, that's what it's called, and that's a riot control police assistance one. That's the one you see in the preview that just it's goes badass. through the wall. Badass. <laughs> uh, interchangeable parts, interchangeable weapons that are non-lethal, compactable, reassemblable, you name it. This I don't thing know. I'm thinking design. anything that mech does is lethal. Yeah, like, you know I mean, I mean? If I say non-lethal there. I mean, but. I think people would mech in their pants if they saw this thing. You know what I'm saying? It's just, well, it's just another well, RoboCop. Ed, speaking of Ed mech- 2.0. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of mech in the pants, lot Rachel Evan Woods has been one of the foremost people for saying male nudity. This show has a lot of it. Um, there was the, only... You mean the new art pieces? Yeah. The, the, there the was only male nudity in this show that, that was actually shown. Hey, all power to it. Subtract all those for just for the shot of her on that motorcycle. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> you know, I, I, I could care less. I yeah, mean, I mean, it, like... It, it was done in a way that was just like oh, okay, like, and I like how the first one was like an art piece. You know, it's just showing how weird things can get. Um, which I imagine that's probably going on right now. Yeah, I bet you there are things weirder. Than yeah, much right weirder now. probably. Anyway. Well, maybe not right now, but like two months ago. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, museums are hurting at this moment yeah, in time. There's no doubt. Um, I tell you what, I want to break down the um, well, the intro before. Yeah, that's okay. something very important to me. Is that every year? I mean, every year, every season, the intro gives you clues about the season. This, you know, the, the one that was the buffalo, it was beautiful. You know, the, you know, the, of course, the classic piano player is still on. You know, but this to him, it's the eagle. It's eagle. Very Icarus story playing out the entire time. It looks like right. Uh, the music is great. Same, um, and it gave us symbolism of three things um, for sure. You know, of course, you have the eagle, eagle eye, like you talked about it a minute ago. I think that's on purpose that you see. Well, it even showed an eagle and a big eyeball. Right, but also right after it showed that, it also showed the that ball, the, str- the strategy ball. You know, with the yeah. lights going mm-hmm. on it, and then it also shows the. A person reaching for another person in water and then emerging, you know, that's like rebirth. You know, that's also another biblical reference. And then the, um, you know, the flying too close to the sun thing the close to yes. the sun, yeah. is the fear of AI too. I mean, that's talked about now. There's huge conferences on whether or not we should be focusing on AI too much because of the it, fear of it. It's a terrifying thing. Yeah. Well, um, so, I mean, those are the three big things that are shown in that. Um, and I think all those show great symbolism already. I didn't see anything that said, oh, there's a huge clue to how this whole season's going to end or nothing like that by any means. Not yet. You know, I, not that I've noticed. Um, the movie poster is unique. It shows like a, a you know, the, the skeleton of one of the, the robots. It looks know, like Dolores's. Dolores' without her skin. Endoskeleton. Right. Um, and it's been over with hands on the ground. And in the background, it has a tall building with a sharp point, and it's like right through the chest in the background. Like, I think, and it's also part of the, the, the W of the. You it kind of the looks world. like falling on your own spear, too. Exactly. You know, type it, of situation. Some, I think there's great symbolism there, and I think that's what's important. I can't remember what. I think it was, yeah, I know it was Westworld, not Westworld, um, The Watchmen. The movie poster that it gave you at the beginning of the season actually gave you the clue. To the big reveal towards the end of the season. Careful, don't go too you, spoilery on if that. If you show. don't watch it, you don't you you won't know what I'm talking about. But I'm just saying, hey, like, it's another to example to our watchmen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's another example where I think 
this this is the type of show like they've done in last seasons. Everything has significance. Yes. Just like they put this new thing on here, this timeline. You know, X amount of date, there was this. On X amount of date, there was on this. You know what I mean? And this show, this episode showed, I think there was two of them. There we was had two. the one in Los Angeles, and then we had the other. The first one was... The first one was, one was just, an anomaly detected. And that was, uh, and then we went into Caleb. That was the one in Los Angeles. Right. You know, and so... Um, I don't think that's been clear yet what this shit is yet. No. no. I feel like it's the... Rum... What it looks like Rehoboam yeah. is thinks like. Well, it's in a circle shape. So... But it also looks like data mm-hmm. moving. Exactly. So to me, I think that's showing the other character, which is this Rehoboam. Yeah. Okay. And that is its incorporation into the show as an alternate character. In so which, in, what do we think Dolores wants with Rehoboam? Do we, well, if you listen to the thing, mm-hmm. you find out that that Rehoboam controls the entire city. Yes. Controls traffic movement, power usage. All of it. It's all a giant algorithm that controls how everything moves and flows throughout the city. And it looks like she can kind of hack into it a little bit or... No, I think she's attempting to get into it. Okay. She, for her to be the, the high, like she said, and she said this to Martin, she think you think you've created a god. The real gods have arrived now. So and they're angry. That, <laughs> that sphere is the competition. Okay. Without, that sphere has to go away for Dolores to be in charge. But understand, what Martin tells him, or tells her while he's dying, basically, is that you don't have to find him. He'll find you. He, he already has a strategy. And he's already looking. Well, and when she's talking to Liam, she's like, I would be dead already if... He thought I was going to tell you. Right. That's what I'm saying. So she and whatever other ball she carried with her are going to be going up against this. Because it's going to start creating, I would assume, defense. You know what I mean? Protect itself. I'm going to assume just more of the or uh, protect mechs. its algorithm. You well, know, if you base it on one of the trailers for the season, a guess you could make on this is is that the leader, which is Sarak, is how you S E R A C. You you know he is going to turn Maeve into the yin and yang of Dolores. Maeve will be you know be the one that has to go against Dolores to take her out mm-hmm. as part of. I'm gonna guess this ball strategy on how to combat her. It, I'm gonna that's what that's that's just an early theory, but some of the, a lot of the preview trailers showed something of that to that effect. Yeah, I mean, and we've been pinned Maeve against Dolores ever since last season, so I mean, correct. That makes a lot of sense. Very, very correct. And so, and like based on all those trailers, you see them look like they become head to head. We'll have to see how that plays out. Um, but we're, we're talking about this thing controlling the whole city. Do we think it controls Rico, the app that is, I guess, crime infested? Or is that just kind of... An I'm sure it's intertwined camp? in some way. It's uh, Possibly. It's, I mean, you see Martin say, use some local talent. Yes. And it's, you know... It's Caleb. Caleb's character that does the delivery. You know what I mean? So maybe, because they all work for that company. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Martin does. Martin works for Insight. Insight, which created Rehoboam, which is controlled by this other dude. Well, because I'm trying to think if Dolores can use 
Rico and all of the assets we see on that. And then Rehoboam is its own thing. And that's how she kind of battles it and is able to attack it in a way that it can't see, if that's even possible. I have no idea. I think that's several episodes down the road. Oh, we're doing a lot of buildup. Charlotte, she has a minor role in this episode. She rolls up in there to a board meeting. Um, and wants to go private. Wants to go private for funding. And we had a minor mishap of 113 mostly <laughs> dead employees yeah, killed members. by the human Bernard, which I think is a big thing because robots don't kill people. And well, she's also not going to put out that obviously Bernard was actually a bot you or that know? Dolores and Maeve did a lot of the slaying as well. Yeah. Let me ask a question about this. Considering that Bernard's character has not had an interaction with Dolores for 92 days. Mm-hmm. So many minutes, this, that, or so on. How dare you not memorize it all? Okay, exactly. <laughs> and in the process, also mentioned several times that he has to find a way to stop her. Mm-hmm. I'm under the impression here that they are not in coexistence in any any form, in any fashion. And he is en route to seek help to come stop Dolores. And that is, and so Charlotte not mentioning Bernard as a bot is not on purpose, but more or less it's on purpose to the fact of they want him caught because they realize he's the, he's an antagonist against them. Well, I don't, yeah, I think Charlotte wants him caught because she's aware that he's a, a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's not part of the solution, even though and in any factor. They're blaming Bernard to say that he altered the code inside the, the host in the yes in the park to kill guests. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what they're trying to do. Instead of saying, "Oh, all our machines just went half cocked and started murdering people," you know what I mean? Because there's no just way you can Bernard. recover from that. Yeah, I um, mean, she sitting there at that board meeting. She kind of had me convinced. Like, okay, yeah, you know. So now it's a little bit more true grit and everything. Got a little bit of extra sense we, we, of danger. We got some rep now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I might Everybody wants danger. What you got? It's, it's like <laughs> I know I can control you, and you can't really harm me. Yeah. But there was that one miss time. Maybe I do get shot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. But so the, there's r- a missing person at the at the table, mm-hmm. and evidently this person is the key person, and has not been seen in a long time. Is this Jerry? Or is this the rock? No, I believe this is Jerry. Okay. And then the algorithm. I was about to ask, is is, that Rehoboam? I don't think so. They just say you replaced him with an algorithm. Like I said, I mean, look at even sports and stuff right now. I mean, everybody's just numbers, people, stats. Yes. Right. It's money ball all the time. You know what I mean? So it's like, uh, this makes sense to me. Which also, how Jerry died, one of the coolest things I think we've ever seen. Oh, yeah, using like, the glasses give, to give him his memories and zip-tying the glasses to his head so, so he, he couldn't, couldn't do anything. Off. And yeah. then had zip-ties his hands in front so couldn't really move side to side, take him off like you said. And then to have her walk off and then have him chase after her with the golf club saying, I don't kill anybody, only if they intend to hurt me. And then having him hit his head on the side of the pool, yeah. blood just... I do have a problem. I think you could have got those glasses off his head. If, you're, if your hands were in front of you, you can open doors and grab a golf club and do these things. Well, I mean, he wasn't I think really, you can get them glasses. He was off. just really pushing them. And if they're zip tied to the back, I don't know if you could raise your. I still think he's too scared to take them off, too. 
That's know, probably playing playing a part of it. Assuming he's going to get hurt, you know what I'm saying? If he does, I don't know. I can see and, that. And I he had the gas mask on, so I gotta assume you're a little bit more disoriented because I think that gas had something to do with it. Well, the gas put his wife to sleep for a little while and stuff like that. It looks like. Oh, so you think it was more of just sleeping? Yeah, yeah. So okay. only he would be awake in the house, but I don't know. I don't know for sure on that. Yeah. Like I said, a rewatch uh, may be necessary on this. Yeah. I think a lot of people are rewatching this yeah. doozy here. Um, okay, so let's talk about Dolores. And after she does her bad, you know, gets on this bike for the first time, and we're all like wiping up our drool and everything. Um, she sits at a, a cafe and immediately says to, you know, uh, secure me a lease or rent me an apartment lease secured all within seconds which was yeah. awesome so she does she, she have w- control of some kind of internet no or, she just has her everybody has the earbuds okay so she's just using hers which has her ai assistant basically think about your google assistant gotcha you know what i mean but everything is connected a lot better in this future or whatever right Almost instantaneous. Yeah. And then she has all the money in the world because she took it from Jerry, so it's easy to just walk in, be the most powerful person. Exactly. She's Batmaning it. You know what I mean? She's just walking in, Bruce Wayne style. I need to buy the building to have a room. I want to go swim it in the uh, little thing right there. No, no. I just bought your hotel. It's okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Right. Um, All right. Were the glasses what she was using to magnify and get audio? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. I, I want to double check. How awesome is to see this guy walk up who looks like he's twice her age, by the Trying way. Trying to hit Fuck off. <laughs> hit a, you know, F off. You know? <laughs> yeah, I love it. Just so well done. He was just like, and I'm gone. Just took yeah. the hint, nothing else. But, <laughs> but my thing is, did she buy the apartment lease just so she was okay to sit down and have a I drink at so. this place? That's just, what it looks like. Just to be there. Just yeah. F you money right there. Yeah. That's insane. I need that kind of money. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just yeah. but then just have those glasses to give you the nice little zoom in and audio. Yeah. I I really don't think we've ever seen anything like that before. Yeah, and we will get to meet a henchman for Ciroc. For Like you keep saying Ciroc like I'm supposed well, she, to know this yeah. guy. Whoever this blonde haired um, woman that uh, Liam was talking to was her boss is Ciroc. You know, or at least we—that's what we believe, based on what Martin says later before mm-hmm. he takes a couple nasty bullets. Yeah, and I love how Liam's trying to discredit her the entire time. With I love how you use the "us" scenario or the "we" yeah. plurality of them that she just finds. When all fine. you do is he, what he says. Yeah, I mean that—that that was just a great one-on-one conversation. You see, Liam actually has a little bit of power in him and understands what's going on. Until she says, "It would be, you know, unfortunate to kill you." But it'd be really easy. easy. And the big ball you created will we'll give, give us, us all the strategies we need to cover it up. <laughs> well, and it looked like he looked at Martin and was like, Make Can you little. just kill her? And Martin was giving like him like, shaking a head no. like nah, Don't go there, dude. Don't but go I mean, there. that's what y'all felt like too, right? Oh, yeah. Well, you immediately realized who was in power and who wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he yeah. just realized they got him by the balls, basically. And he, he, he uncovers later that he doesn't actually have control. Nothing. He's, He's like, just a figurehead. Got maybe a little bit of the outside of this thing, but no one yeah. really knows what's going on on the inside. Yeah, they blocked him out. So, yeah, this is a frustrating life, I'm sure. He's right. like, I go in, I show my face, and I spend the money. That's it. Darn. That's a tough life. Terrible. Trust oh, fun, man. baby. Yeah. yeah. Feel bad for him. 
How about Martin coming in there? Okay. And I, I thought this was genius, and I think you picked it up too when we were watching the show, is, is that he comes in and stuns Dolores. She lays on the floor like she's actually stunned. You know, which I was I was like, okay. Well, the stunning part is one thing. He drugs her immediately. Shoots her in the neck to put her to sleep. Or to paralyze her or whatever. Right. Yeah. Because the stunning might work just because overload some circuits, something like that. I doubt it. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I just, I'm just no, saying. I think it's all an act to look human. Yeah, and, and it was I, perfect that it was well we know she was just laying there. All right. How about the detail of his background check stuff that he found out? Oh, well, the blood and tissue of this 12 or 13-year-old girl disappeared three months ago. And, yeah. you know, unless she's a, you know, a, third, you know, a teenager from Kiev who didn't die in a car accident, you know. You don't know what you got here. Is this, is this industrial espionage or she just wants your money? I mean, like a lot of detail into all these parts. We learned that Martin's been protecting the family for business 20 for 20 years. First mm-hmm. off, he looks the character looks great. I love this actor. He's good in everything he's in. Um, Chibs. Glad to see him back. <laughs> Slimmed up a little bit. Got fit. Yes. He looks way better than his Chibs days. <laughs> Glad he's rocking the gray with a decent haircut. Oh, yeah. It's good. <laughs> He's always chibs to me, man. And yeah. Even when he showed up on TV, I was like, chibs. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to call him chibs anymore. You know, yeah. This is Martin. This is Martin now. You know, when Martin's dead. <laughs> yes. OG Martin trash already. Uh, took a few bullets. So so they give Dolores these hot shots that Cal delivers. Are we, are we thinking this is like just a heroin OD we're doing to do here? Yeah, they're going to do an overdose. Yeah. Right. Um of course, she, she's taking them like a champ. She's taking two and still breathing. <laughs> They're delivering a vehicle, too, to have her appear to OD inside it under an overpass. But also to find out who she's meeting here. They put her in the back of a car mm-hmm. with security around her to make it look like, oh, she's here for the meeting. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Even though she's passed out, apparently, in the scene. And, of course, the meeting is... Which is Martin again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't you yeah, do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't you do you it, said man. You were going to do it. Don't, I was going to do, do it. Don't you do it, man. But I mean, even so, in the back of the car that uh, Caleb delivered, they said it was an antique. We're looking at this thing. My goodness. <laughs> it, was, it, was, Rover. it was parked next to what we would consider antiques. Yeah. yeah. There was some muscle cars Wait, sitting there. With I parts. thought he was about to pull out in that, go need for speed through a gate or something. Well, that was hilarious. The need guy says, you, you know how to drive one of those things? <laughs> this thing looks super legit. The only way it could have been better if it was an El Camino. <laughs> I mean, nobody. that's a fantastic no. No. Nobody? No. Nobody? Nobody's giving me a ring on this one? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You mean that you. super long episode of Breaking Bad we got yeah. to watch? <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, but I do like that. It's another cool thing to do. Yeah, I mean, the full time. just like panel as the rear view going on the entire time. Well, the whole panel that like that, but like the shift control and the radio, all that was on that clear panel. Mm-hmm. There was no like a physical component to change from drive or anything. It was yeah. a whole touch button, and this was antique. Thank you, Tesla. You yeah. know, for introducing all this lovely stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right. How about she? She pulls a knife out, cuts her restraints. Kills these two Jamochis right there in the car like it's nothing. Gets out, kills the two other guys, gets back into the car, and there's a guy out there who's like coughing up blood from a wound. It's the first guy. She stabs him in the neck. Okay. And he gets out of the car, tries to walk away, and you hear him just puking blood behind it. (laughs) 
reverses on him. Run him over a little drives bit. Drives over him again. I mean, like, and then she is cold blooded, man. It ain't no. It's she is the female robotic version of John Wick going on. I mean, like, it's not just one shot. They're down. Let's go over there and put a couple more in their head yeah. and make sure they're done. She's not even double tapping them. I mean, this is like triple quadruple. Yeah, it's a half a mag and these people's dome. You know, what I mean? <laughs> and so fast, like the. She's making this thing look like an automatic weapon with this fascist she's pulling this trigger. Yes. <laughs> well, later, it looks like it's automatic almost. I mean, or she's shooting the guys fire. behind the trees. Yeah, yeah it's like a, a three-round burst almost. But Absolutely insane. I'm a fan. I'm a fan when she goes all crazy like this and terminates. <laughs> I was like, this part was done Terminate. well. Like, the choreography of the fight scene with uh, Giggles, that was... Not done well. Yeah, that was one complaint. I mean, his punch was every bit of eight inches away from dude's face. And so was his other guy's punch. Yeah. Yeah. Now, N- granted, naked punch. I would be throwing a punch like two feet away to make sure I didn't hit Marshawn Lynch. Like, I, I don't even I'd want to probably, risk it. I'd probably be acting like I already got punched before you moved his arm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, God. Take me, beast mode. Take me. <laughs> but, I mean, I think that that's something that could have been done well. Like, feels weird to throw a critique in there, but... That, oh no! I still really... haven't even talked about my qualm yet. We'll get there. <laughs> Hit it, man! Go for it. Well, let's finish up with what we want to talk about the episode. Well, another key detail this episode was the Maeve reveal. You know, she's in a a I'm Nazi guessing, Germany, Nazi Germany, or Nazi occupied occupied area. Yeah. Um, during World War II, um, which is, is obviously another park. Correct. Mm-hmm. This is a another form of Westworld. I don't know what they call it, but. Um, and she just wakes up she's classic, you know, dress, hair on a net, the design, the whole, whole nine yards. I love how it was trying to look black and white, but not quite be black and white with her sitting it's like there a, in the red. It's uh, a noir look. Yes. Okay. Very noir. Yeah. Very good. Um, comes around the corner. There's a guy dead. Another one is tied to a chair. He's in fear. He's speaking what I think German. German. I'm pretty sure it's German. Um, and then she looks out the window and sees soldiers hurting people. Um, and voila. So we introduced a new park with her character in it. Yes. We have no idea why we, she's in this park. We don't know why she's there, how she got there, who's in charge, or anything right now. Or even if they're, this is another Maeve. Yeah. You know, like, are, are do the parks reuse skins, you know, throughout sure the parks? Do. You know, I guess we'll find out. Well, if you well, go no, back. because we know they had copies. Because when we went to Correct. Japan, right. uh, Armistice had her own Japanese version. Right, the personality was the same, just for a different body. Mm-hmm. Now, if you remember, one of the trailers shows, um, what was his name? Remember, he was the he was the safe robber in the West World. Hector. You mean Hector, Hector the best dressed? Yes. <laughs> he is in his version or his that actor character is in this occupied Nazi. Okay, I don't remember seeing it. So I, I saw this. So obviously she's going to see him because you see a scene like him running across a bridge or something shooting a, a handgun. And he has the hair of the time and he's in a, an outfit of the time. That's and unfortunate. So, so I... Uh, but I'm, ex- I'm excited he's in there because he was a badass actor. Oh, I hope we see him both, you know. I hope Snake I hope Tattoo see, shows up. I hope Snake and... Lady's in there. I hope all that's in yeah. there. So, <laughs> But I don't think it's going to be a different Maeve because uh, 
I think she's still going to have all of her capabilities. I'm with you on that, Cash. I think the whole reason Maeve becomes the the yin yang or the you know the antagonist to Dolores is because of her abilities that she has. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, that, that's well, something that she saved. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't, I don't know, but I'm also hoping since she was. I'm hoping that the guys that you know saved her, the, the two texts, that mm-hmm. one guy's hilarious, by the way. You know, constantly mad. I hope we get some of them in this season. You know, I haven't seen what Well, we know Bernard's going back to Westworld, so maybe we will see the tech. We know we see security guard. Correct. You know, so maybe we see uh, the other oh. texts or something like that. That'd be great. I'd love to have some callbacks to these guys. Oh, there, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. I, I, I'm, I can't wait any longer. I want to know your qualm, man. So the giant qualm is the music. Wow. The music is way too loud. Okay. It's playing during conversations, during fight scenes, and all that stuff. Normally, I'm a big fan of the soundtrack, and I even like the music they're playing. It's just hard to listen and follow what's going along. But this is one of the episodes I had the most. I had you turn it up. More than what, once. What, three times. Right? Because I can't hear what they're saying half the time. And everything they're saying I feel is so important. They need to turn the soundtrack down a little bit. It was a huge problem for me. I was really fighting it. And then like when Bernard clicks on crazy and kills these guys that were coming after him. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe he kills them. Beats them up really bad. Uh, we, we can, I think, safely get with You kills. don't hear what he's doing to the guys. Because the music, which didn't really go with the situation to me anyway, was just too loud. And it's a weird thing to me. I don't like it. Do we think that's intentional? I don't know. But, you know, I love the fact that Ash was able to hit that button and it turned on all the music on everybody's headphones and stuff like that. Problem is, they're walking, they're still talking, things are going on, but they're still playing that insane music. Yeah, you couldn't make out anything they were saying. Then we're robbing that thing. Well, it's trying like to you can, I guess, but it's like I shouldn't have to blast the volume to understand what people are saying a lot. Thus, of the times. making the music louder. Yeah, but I can just right. hear the words a little bit better. I mean, it was. I uh, don't remember another episode of Westworld from the other two seasons ever that I had this problem. But you know, I'm kind of with Cash a bit. I wonder if it was deliberate, just to you know give you a. You know, something you don't expect, but you're actually experiencing it, and maybe it has value later. I don't know. I, ju- I just don't know. I, I mean, I, I feel you though. I, feel I you. was really thrown off by it. I would love, I would love to hear a listener's podcast answer. Or anybody else have a big issue with it? Because it drove me up the wall. It's like it's, I loved the episode. I loved everything I saw. I mean, it was like a just an insane you visual about the music per se. It's just and the thing is the volume of it. I love the music from Westworld one and two. Yes, it was fantastic. They always did a remake, an instrumental remake mm-hmm. of some badass song. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I was expecting something like that, and maybe they did, and I didn't even realize it. But this one, it was a complete distraction, and it kind of kept me from being able to understand and hear everything everybody was saying. No, it definitely does keep you from following along with some of the conversations. I mean, it was truly difficult. You don't want to be distracted on a show where every detail matters. That's the thing. I don't want to miss anything. And I even feel like you're right. Like maybe even the music has something to do. You know, sometimes a character would come in, they'd have the same music playing or you knew what something was happening or whatever like that. And it was just like, but this was just, it was just too loud and too much. 
I I wanted quiet moments almost. I understand that. I'm with you on that. Now there wasn't music playing like when Charlotte's in the boardroom. No, or, I mean it wasn't going on the entire time, but no, it I was mean, at a few key moments where, like even the gunfight where we were in the park. It's so loud. Yeah, it won't stop. It's just too loud. I got you. One character we really didn't go into a lot of detail about on the show itself was Bernard mm-hmm. or you know Armand Delgado. I noticed that he's in a different country, um, and he's a butcher. He's a butcher. <laughs> Which <laughs> poor calf, you know. I've never done any butchering, but did they somehow amp this up? To like a notch eleven, it looked like they were hanging with blood still flowing through the meat. I feel like they're keeping it still fresh for longer, right? By like keeping blood like a slow bleed and stuff, and or just like keeping the blood running through the meat at all times. That is the freshest you can get it. Yeah, absolutely gnarly. If you pump blood through the meat all the time, does it ever die? Die? Well, no. I mean, like, I guess if it's oxygenated blood, it's just like anything else is alive. Don't know. I like, couldn't I, tell you the science behind that one. <laughs> but I, I mean, really like, don't want to know. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out, like, so, is it only going to those people? Or is it still getting frozen and shipped out? Like, Yeah. Is this freshly slaughtered or was the calf actually dead and you've been air pumping this thing for <laughs> weeks before you put it on my plate? Mm, Any butchers know. out there, let, let mm. us know. Well, Any a scientist, a biologist could yeah. tell me that, is this even plausible? Yeah. It's, it's, it's about to be. even a good idea, <laughs> you know? Um, Again, you know, so he's in a different country. He's trying to hide who he is. He does a self-diagnostic where obviously he clicks on and off Bernard to Armand um, as a way of covering who he is. He's got a longer beard, shaved his head, doesn't wear his glasses. Um, At what point do we see in one of these episodes where he loses control of his remote? Oh, that thing's going to break. I know it, In man. like two episodes. <laughs> My clicker. My clicker. It's like losing your garage door opener, man. It's just, yeah. you, got, you got to do manual mode now. That felt like, you know, Chekhov's gun yeah. right there. <laughs> well, and it's just like, I don't understand why Bernard is still allowing that. Maybe it's his best defense mechanism, though, really. Correct. I mean, you think about it, him himself, who is against violence and wouldn't want to hurt anybody, mm-hmm. but he's being attacked by these two guys, going to be ransomed or whatever, turned in. Can't allow that to happen. He even says before he clicks the button, please don't hurt them too bad. You know what I mean? I, I mean, you're right. It was just. But why Why have an external clicker? I mean, you bring up a great point. Well, defense well, Something mechanism. that you can lose. I mean, well, I'm, I'm some, why don't you have a spot on your body that you can like, you, you know, you, you touch something on the inside of your, you know, your forearm or. You know, there's a spot on your chest you can tap. I think for show purposes, it's good that he has a clicker because you can see it. It turns red, for God's sake. (laughs) Terminator born. I mean, it's. I mean, it couldn't be any more '80s style. Like, not the red button. (laughs) That'll be good music choice. You know, do the T2 music (laughs) when he turns it on. I don't need that. (laughs) But. Oh, but yeah, no. I mean, I enjoy it. I, yeah. I think it's cool. He's going back to Westworld. I think we're to just gonna a have friend. to wait to see where he goes. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to speculate a little bit on him, but I have well, no the reality idea. is, Dolores said, "I need to go there. I got some old friends I could visit." And then I wonder if she's being truthful. You know what I mean? If she's actually going to be somebody that's one of her five pearls that is planted out there. 
Um, or, and then he's going back to Westworld to visit friends, you know. So if we're going to start speculating on some stuff based on what the show has given us, of course, the question out there immediately is, I just mentioned it, you know, based on the previews for the moving forward, that Sorak says she's got, you know, five others under her control. Yep. We, if you remember the season finale of season two, you know, um, Charlotte opens a purse. And, and there's five orbs. And there's five little pearls in there. And these are the personality characters, you know, of hosts. And, you know, if you look at Reddit, you look everywhere else, you can look at our guesses, where like that. We can believe that one of these is going to be Charlotte. Teddy. One's going to be Teddy. No, that's a guess. That's a guess. I don't think one is Charlotte. Charlotte, Charlotte yeah. was a human. Well, one of those pearls is in Charlotte. No, Dolores was in Charlotte. Dolores was in Charlotte to leave, but Dolores, I believe, is now in Dolores. Yes. And correct. Charlotte has a different host inside of her. Correct. That's so what it's one of those pearls. So that's one. Yes. Okay. One's in Martin. One's in Martin. Okay. Who we believe is Teddy. Which I'm guessing is going to be Teddy. And then, so that leaves three more. Right? And the theory is is that one of them is Peter Abernathy, her daddy. Well, Peter Abernathy is super important, remember? Peter Abernathy holds all of the information of the guests. Yes. So he's definitely one of them. I would say he's one of them, but he may not even be in a host. Yeah, he He wasn't necessarily an orb as much as, like Jake said, he was just all the information that they had been gathering the entire time that they were open. And that's well, how she was able to say, I have your memories. Yeah. I want you to see some of them too, Gary. And he was freaking out because his memory was full, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think we'll ever necessarily see him inside another host. Okay. It's just probably going to be a ball of information. Correct. Okay. So it still leaves two others, which no we clue. don't have no idea. For all no we clue. know, it could be Clementine. It could be... Um, Oh, well, no, because Clementine was with Maeve. Yeah, Clementine and was turned into a Terminator herself, remember? That's correct. And I believe Clementine went through oh, the... No, no, no. Uh, she who, was the pale rider for a hot minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was. Who was the other blonde bombshell? Armistice? No, not the snake girl. The other one. You know what I'm talking about? She died, um, but... God, what did she want to Died in the explosion when the forge went up? Oh, with the grenades? Yes. No. Can't I remember her name no off But no, head. Dolores was the one that blew up the forge, though. So that doesn't make sense that she would be with Dolores. I thought that was Snake Chick that blew the place up. With one arm. No, that was that was with the headquarters. When they went to the forge, there was another girl. I'm pretty, I might be wrong. But the, Holy I, hell. I don't remember. Yeah. I know. This is a two-year gap. Is, to it. Nobody knows... Who these who are all, all five or you know the pearls or the, as they're called yeah. are? Love to we hear can your just speculate. If anybody's got a theory or thinks they know and how it's going to turn out, please email us bleedtvpodcast at gmail or hit us up on Twitter. Twitter, we Facebook, know we'll get a whole TV. thread going and yes. let everybody be wrong. Let us know be a what good you time because <laughs> uh, you know if you remember season one, season two, man, you know, social interaction is how we were able to put all this together, and it was it was pretty epic. Well, not to mention the very beginning of this episode is Dolores talking to Bernard. Mm-hmm. Dolores in her now look. Yes. From outside. Mm-hmm. So, And that's how season two ended was her and Bernard walking out together. Yeah. Well, not uh, 
there was that flash thing where they were looking through the house yeah. that he had built and everything. So why leave Bernard? I don't think she left Bernard as much as Bernard ran away. She looks like she just walks off and leaves him. You know what I mean? Like, judging by what we've seen, it doesn't seem like he escapes or anything like that. That's fair. And Delgado doesn't trust that Bernard's not talking to her, to her. So, and if she knows that he's wanted man number one, kind what, of where are you going to go? You know what I mean? So I don't know. I think need a little more story on that. I'm kind I mean, of, the, if you're saying that they end up together as a team, then I am with you on that because I, I. I'm not sure they end up as a team together. I'm just saying. As of right now, you you would automatically assume as Bernard is your enemy in a way. You know what I mean? Well, the way they portrayed him so far, for sure. Yeah, I, I, I but still you just think, don't know. It could be a ploy. Yeah, you know, and with this kind of show, you never know. You know, I mean, it's always been about those two, so I would find it difficult to break them up in the last one. The last episode, he time. shoots her right in the head. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's why she has to go into Charlotte's body. You know what I mean? It's just. I don't know. To me, there's there's still something that they they're teaming together. I can't explain it. Just going out on a limb for it. No telling. I don't know. There's no. Telling. Yeah, I mean, there's I got zero telling. No I mean, the Aaron Paul character could 100 percent be what is her undoing because if a human being do we think treats, he's a human being treats her? Yeah, I think he is. Okay. If a human being treats her with total respect and is not a monster, like she's been made to live with her whole life, right? The worst of human beings you can finally find. Just living out their yeah. fantasies on her, right? But you come outside and Aaron Paul doesn't want to do anything but help you and be your friend or love you or whatever the case may be. Wait, could one human it's change all that, though? sympathetic to your call. Yeah. Right. Well, it can change what's in your head. Like, well, it changes okay. your perception of what yeah. you view. Well, maybe you're not all, you know, in need of calling you know what I'm saying? Deepest, darkest fantasy, the purge every once in a while. Yeah. So, I And don't she's know. attacked people that have done horrible things to her in Westworld. Yeah. Well, it's just like you said the, earlier. The character himself talks about him and his friend Francis were going to change the world or change, make their own path against what the norm is. Her, Dolores' plan... Is exactly Is that. exactly that. Breaking well, the cycle, which he is already struggling with, and by the end of the episode says, "I'm done with it. I'm going for something real." Well, and that's what Francis was saying. The thing was saying the system doesn't care whether we live or die. And that's why we have to find our own path. You know what I mean? Correct. Same thing with her. You're right. I mean, they're both going down a path that's similar, but with two totally different scenarios in mind. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He just wants to find happiness. She wants to rule the world. You know, that's a god. <laughs> Tomato, yeah. tomato. Yeah. yeah. I mean, small things. Small, but small things. I think that's pretty much the episode. Yeah, well, pretty much the episode. Uh, you know, they gave a big a big preview, but it was like for a, several episodes of the entire season. I don't want to get too much into that. I really don't I either because too- like we could sit here and spitball for an hour on all those things. But key things I'm going to say is, like I said before, they're going to turn Maeve against Dolores. Aaron Paul is going to be sympathetic to... Uh, Dolores and help her in some in some regards. We're going to get introduced with characters that we are missed from season two that we find Westworld. We also get to see a preview of Men in, the Man in Black 
revisiting his you know his nightmare past of when his uh, his wife committed suicide uh, in a tub. Um, with you know, him coming out of the tub, out and of the tub um, so things like that are just so well done. Yeah. The attention to detail with it. So we're gonna do all, we're gonna do a lot of revisiting nightmares or hashing of history to move forward in this show. So I, that's gonna be pretty neat. Well, I thought it was cool. Even in the Westworld intro, it was always you know them coming out of white and stuff like that. This one was the white robot skeleton. Whatever, going into a pool of red. A pool of red. Oh, that was pretty neat. Yeah, they definitely shook it up a little bit. So, a lot going on there. Um, but other than that, guys, I think we, that's kind of a wrap for the episode. Again, uh, if we missed a detail or something, don't don't be afraid to hit us up on an email, Twitter, you know, Facebook, whatever. We love chatting with you guys. We want to create more theories, and you know, we even like we uh, we we pimp fans. You know, if you have a really cool theory, we'll talk about it on the next episode and see if how it's going comes to fruition love y'all be a part of these things and so far if you are enjoying the podcast man please subscribe to us and uh you know give us a positive review on itunes it really helps us out we had a lot of positive remarks for our, our last one and i uh, hope you're with us on that but uh until then i think we're gonna call it a night so this is bleed tv and i'm zach i'm jake and i'm cash and we'll see y'all next week